this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? Yes, you. Uh, I wanted to share with you this morning, I got to a, a chance to sit with my friend Joy, who's over in North Carolina. I'm over here on the West Coast. And we got to share an, an hour on the phone and talk about how life is for us. She's the, about the same age as me. She's 67. And uh, Joy is uh, one of those people that when you're around them, you just feel so happy. She's she's really Joy, a Joy Bunny. And uh, she loves beauty and she is exuberant and just so clear with her presence in so many ways that it's just so nice to be around her. So to have a, an hour with her this morning was really a treat. Uh, Joy is looking to change jobs. She's been working in retail for about four years. Um, it's been part of her life. Retail has been part of her life a long time. But she's looking for something different, something new. And of course, she wants it to be fun and playful. And of course, she wants it to be uh, full of creativity and, and beauty. And yet at the same time, her Capricorn nature and her Saturn nature uh, ha- constricts her and constrains her in, in ways that doesn't allow her to just imagine and step into the imagining of what most of us would think of as unimaginably uh, the right job, the right work, the right career, the right service path, whatever that is. So she's, she's always constrained by what it should look like or what it doesn't look like and those kinds of things. So, so she's in, in that, <laughs> in that um, mode. At the same time, I have a, a client, his name is Garrett, and Garrett's in his 50s. So where Joy's in her 50, 60s, Garrett's in his 50s, and he's kind of in the same challenges. He's, um, he's this beautiful being um, that just has so much... Um, spontaneity, if you will, and the impulse to create. And yet he's he says, I'm close to retirement. I've only got 10 more years in this job. And though I hate it, that's going to give me some peace of mind when I, uh, you know, when I retire and I have this 401k available. But, you know, so I'm miserable and I don't feel nurtured in my life. But, you know, what am I, what am I supposed to do? So he too is one of those souls that need to needs to be creative and move forward in a way that's not attached to the way we think of hard work and you know efforting. And the third person I want to mention is is my my friend Mandy and Mandy is in her 40s and Mandy is actually doing some really cool things. She has been in a uh, working in a company that we all, you know, if you're in, wanting to work in a company this would be one of the corporations that you'd go, "Oh man, I I'm I work for them. I'm so excited that I work for them." And she's really it's a really cool place to work. And yet she's realizing that that's not who she is anymore. And so where she has been constraining herself based on what other people are going to think about her working at this really cool company, she realizes that she's on a different path. And so Mandy is actually um, doing some of that really hard work of taking herself out of normal consensus. This is what career looks like. This is what job looks like. This is what making money looks like. And she's shifting that so that she's able to really create a life and a career um, in that place of love and play and joyfulness. Um, I myself think that that's the way to do it. I'm a life coach. And if you have the willingness to live a life that is your path and, and uh, live a life that is 
your unique expression, you know, I, of course, would really encourage you to do that. That's, you know, that's for me what life is all about is really following your uh, heart's calling and uh, going in that direction. Um, I wrote a book uh, many years ago, I think it was 2010, uh, and that book was called The Unholy Path of a Reluctant Adventurer. The Unholy Path of a a Reluctant Adventurer. Um, I grew up wanting to be constrained, wanting the perfect life, wanting the narrow path, and I kept being pushed into these adventures or pushed into or encouraged or called really is what it is, called to live my truest truest essence, and I was so terrified to do that. So I went in directions eventually, <clears throat> inevitably, that were not in alignment. They were unholy in so many ways. And, um, but they took me into where I was meant to live, much like I think we are all meant to live in a sense of in that place of the fulfillment of our human spirit. So in writing this book, I, uh, you know, which uh, there were chapter, each chapter, it's an autobiographical book. And so each chapter kind of, I was able to see where I, where I took the call, if you will, I followed the calling, the intuition, my heart's desire, and what that was like for me. And I also, you know, explained and described where I made choices based on what I should be doing, you know, for instance, I should get married, and I should get um, have children, and I should just fill in the blank, all those shoulds, what it should look like. And that's those shoulds are based on what I grew up in, that environment. And so I wanted to replicate it. <laughs> I think most of us children want to replicate, either we want to replicate our parents' um, or environment or, or do something different. But I, I wanted to do it the way I was supposed to do it. And every time I did that, it was pretty... Uh, unfulfilling. So there was these times where I could see where I followed my calling and where I didn't. And in a sense, as an as experiment, I could see where that led me into either playfulness and the fullest expression of myself, in a sense, where I felt the joy and the beauty and the creation and the love and the prosperity and where I didn't and where it felt hard, and I felt um, unseen, invisible to myself, where I constrained myself, where I shoulded myself, or even hated myself, or guilted myself, or shamed myself. And I hear that in what Joy is saying. I hear that in what Garrett's saying. And I'm hearing less of that in what Mandy is saying, because she's practicing letting go of what's hard to let go of. Yoda says in uh, Star Wars, train yourself to let go of what you're afraid to lose. And (laughs) in that process, then we can use the force. We can feel the power of what comes through us and move in the direction of that expansion, if you will. These are big words. And it sounds like, oh my God, that's hard. That's hard. That's hard. But what's, what, what, I experienced, and 99% of what I'm telling you and sharing with you in these podcasts is what I've experienced personally, but also then saw evidence of in other people and writings and research. So my point, and I just lost my point, but the point is that even though it sounds lofty, we do it and practice it if we want to, just in every moment, um, in the here and now. 
And in that process, I have to take a breath here because I'm out of breath. <laughs> I've been talking too much. <sighs> in that moment, we actually can start to quiet ourselves and listen to the voice that is not the voice of reason and logic, but the voice of our intuition, of our, that we small voices, it's sometimes called, or the, the, the intuition or the heart's calling, the truest nature of what we are and what that, how that wants to get expressed. And we can listen to that and we can hear it. And every moment we have a choice and every moment we are choosing either to listen to that constrained, what most of us call ego self, and what, what, what is the other self, the high self, the, the natural essential nature of us. And so we are always choosing and we're choosing basically either by fear or by yeah, hell yes, that would be awesome. Um, I ended up doing some really different things than my parents did. I um, lived in some very beautiful places. I uh, sailed across the Atlantic Ocean on a 93-foot schooner with some people and um, went to a school and got my PhD in transpersonal psychology. These are all things that my parents would not have chosen uh, for themselves and they wouldn't have chosen for me. But I followed a calling which led me to these incredible experiences and these adventures. But as, as, as exciting, if you will, of, oh my God, that's such an adventure. I could never do that. Your adventure might be choosing something in this moment just to think a little thought that's different than how you usually think. Or being curious, um, being, um, this book I read all the time, it's called Oneness. And it's by a woman named Rasha, R-A-S-H-A. It's my favorite book. It's my Bible. And in there, there's a chapter on the dreamer, the artist, and it's basically about how we dream. Our dreams is, in a sense, what allows us to create the reality that we live in. So most of us uh, dream based on our limitations. I'm going to dream what I know I can achieve, as opposed to dreaming a bigger dream that is beyond in, in where we used to dream when we were children, when there was just the pure innocence of dreaming. And so the practice of letting go of those limitations, like anytime I think, oh, I can't make that happen because I'm too old, I'm, I'm a woman, I don't have enough fill in the blanks. Whenever I say those things, it limits my dreaming, it limits my possibilities. And so I practice saying, nope, I'm not going to dream that way. I want to know what's beyond my limitations because I want to know what the fullest potential is of this being. I want to live into my fullest potential. And the, poten and the intention of these podcasts is I want you to live in your potential. I want you to know what that is for you and to even consider the possibility of taking actions based on that. But for you to dream that you have just dream beyond limitations is a lot of fun. And that's the start of where joy is. That's the start where, where Garrett is. That's where um, Mandy is, is in the beginning of dreaming and making it, allowing it to be fun at that level and really giving up, uh, giving up, uh, as I call this, this uh, podcast today, stop working so hard at trying. Because when we're trying, we're not actually allowing, we're not allowing and so that's kind of the point of all of this. So nothing to do, nothing to change, nothing to fix, just the possibility 
of noticing how you dream and how you want to potentially be different in this unfolding of you in this as an aging guru. All right, this has gone over a little bit, but I'm really glad I got to spend the time with you and I look forward to another time. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to go to my website and check it out and uh, find me there and contact me if you'd like to. All right, big hugs, blessings, and bye for now. Thank you.